0: So today on Relaxed Milk, we're going to be talking about gratitude and the power that it actually has in transforming your life into a better way of seeing the world. So join me now as we tackle that and question of the week. Hey man, hello, and welcome to relaxed mail. All right, so thanks for uh, jumping in, listening, and I am excited to see what we have, what we're going to be talking about today. I hope that uh, what I provide is going to be a be of an assistance and will help the help you through today and through the week, and maybe even further down and help change that uh, mindset because we all have a problem of facing negativity uh, scarcity mindset is always trying to creep in we also have tendency to want to be uh, look at things through a fixed mindset and to be able to change that there are ways that we can do that and the biggest tool in your arsenal is going to end up being something that we call gratitude that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we actually get into that We're going to talk about the question of the week. Yep, we're still doing the question of the week. And if you want to uh, participate and you want to ask a question and have it answered on the show, just uh, email Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. And from there, when we get it, I will uh, give you you an answer as to what that question ends up being. So today, kind of uh, one of those big problems that most parents have we as our kids get older and uh, become more independent and join and jump into their teenage years one of the big things is instead of our kids wanting to spend so much time with us as they they used to when they were younger they were always you know right there beside you they're always wanting to know what you're doing what you're doing what you're doing you know they ask you a hundred million questions and all that but when they become a teenager they start not hanging around quite as much. They don't want to hang around mom and dad. I I mean, who wants to do that? That's, that's boring. Not to mention you have to, sometimes it make you have to do work and things like that. And so it's not any fun. So today's question is, how do I get my teenager out of his room? (laughs) So I've had, we all have, uh, if you have teenagers that we all have this, this issue and this problem crop up from time to time. And so we see our teenager. He's he's hanging out in his room. He's just kind of lying around, not doing. Doesn't appear that he's doing much. Uh, and you know, we know that being in by ourselves for a long time is not healthy. And so we have you know a typical worry about about what our uh, our kid spending so much time by himself. So here's some different ways that you can actually accomplish getting your teenager out of the room. First thing is just ask your teen, ask them, hey, come out here for a bit. You could also also make a uh, make a rule where you know everybody sits down at the uh, at the dining room table when it's time to eat. If that is a brand new rule for you, that can be a bit of a challenge because teenagers inherently are going to want to push back against something new uh, they're If they're, especially if they know that if you, if they put up a big enough fight, you're, you're eventually going to cave and go, whatever, just, just grab food, eat. And we'll, and, and we'll see you as, as you're passing through, I guess. But if you actually make, the, uh, make a rule where everybody has to sit down, leave their t- phones behind, you know, so, you make, a, make the rule, if you actually adhere to it, after a bit they will become, they, they will actually start sitting down and, and eating because they know that they're not going to be able to just sneak off that or they'll just say, ah, oh, I've already eaten. And that's where they'll try to come up with ways to get around whatever that rule is. So you really have to start kind of thinking of, you know, the lawyer aspects of, of being a parent. Uh, it really makes you think, really keeps you on your toes. But you can get, if you set up a, a rule and you get them out, out into uh, sitting around and being semi-social, it helps out tremendously. Now, if you have a have a child who ends up being an extrovert, it's not going to be a big problem. You may not ever see them because they're out, <laughs> out of the house. They're they're hanging out with their friends. They're they're doing whatever it is they're they're doing while they're cruising Maine or 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 what. So, but another way, uh, if you're wanting to get a teenager out of his room and just so that you can spend time with them. Then there's several different ways you can do that. You can get them, you can ask them to come out and help you with yard work. Yeah, they're going to complain, bitch, and moan about that too. But if you are pitching in and you're helping them and you're doing just as much work as they are, if not a little bit more, they're going to not be quite as resistant to come out. The problem that we run into, and I've had, uh, I've done this myself a few times, where you go out and you help, them, you start uh, doing yard work, and then you go off and do something else, thinking that you know your teenager is going to keep working. Well, no, he want you wanted him to go out and do yard work. Well, if you quit, he's going to quit. So you're you're going to go out and do that work and and work with him. And actually, it's better if you do spend that time and you actually are both busting your tail as you're running picking up uh, trash or weed eating or tearing down a, a, a an out building or anything along those lines but if you're out with him and working with him, you're gonna you've got him out of the house you you're spending time with him. and a lot of times that's what we want we want to spend more time with our with our kids uh, a lot we make the the fallacy of making wanting to spend quality time with our kids and that as as mentioned is, is a fallacy you can't make quality time quality time happens from the abundance of of time so as you're if you're spending a lot of time with them those quality times will blend in with the other not so as you know with the driving to to the store with each other and a lot of times even those all those times you drive back and forth, there's something that will happen. Either you have a really deep conversation or you get a question that, uh, or a comment that makes you think, and y'all have a, have a conversation about that. You can also, if you want to be kind of, kind of sneaky, you can also just go through and maybe take them out on a camping trip and make it a surprise camping trip. So they can't make up and come up with something else where you Pack their own their backpack, and you get all their stuff put up, and and you know four in the morning or whatever. You go up and go, hey, hey, I need you to come with me, and y'all climb in the pickup, and you go out and you just go camping. Um, He'll be if you catch him right, he'll be halfway halfway asleep and uh, won't pay attention a whole heap and lot. May know something's up because well, you're waking him up at some god awful time in the morning. And wanting them to hop in the pickup, and so you can go off, and y'all can go camping and spend a lot of time together somewhere at a at a national park or something along those lines. Another way that you can actually get your kid to to come out is start working on yourself. A lot of times, uh, if you're not actually doing a making any changes to yourself, you're son is not going to be interested in making his own changes. But if you start working on yourself and you start going out and you start exercising, you start going to the gym and and working out and things like that, eventually those physical effects of exercise and taking care of yourself and eating right and all that are going to start showing out, uh, showing externally. And if you do that, then they're going to look at it and go, Holy smokes, Dad's doing something to make himself look better. What What is he doing exactly? And he will actually want to go with you. Now he may not stay uh, committed to the regiment that you want. Uh, he may side go out, and he may go to the ex- go to the gym with you. You know, once a week, or maybe once every other week, or maybe even once a month, or maybe he'll go with you a couple times and go, "Yeah, dude, dude, this is too much work. I ain't about to put this much effort into anything," and if that happens just be okay with that but you're showing him that you're that things are possible you're leading by example and another way if you're wanting to spend time with your with your son another way to do that is to enter his domain why not just knock on the door and enter in respectfully the way you'd like for him to enter into your bedroom or your office, or wherever it is that he like, he wants to come in. And if they're busting through the door, and you're like, "Don't be doing that," and show him how you want to want to be uh, treated when you walk into the room. So many times, us, uh, us dads want to have a kind of a bullhead, and just, this is my house, and go busting in no matter what. Well, that's kind of his little area. I know it sounds it sounds really kind of squishy but at the same time it's a if you want to earn want to have respect you have to give it and if you're at an impasse on something one it, the blockage won't ever start flowing and break loose until one person does makes a shift and so if you do that be the person who makes the shift and enters into his room respectfully and sit down and just kind of talk to him or if he's watching television, just ask, Hey, might if I watch television with you and sit down and watch television with him. You might sit on the floor. or If he's got a beanbag, sit on the beanbag and just kind of hang out with him. And yeah, he's going to be watching Rick and Morty or, or some other weird show, you know, but at the same time, you're going to, you can, you're, you can allow yourself to laugh at the parts that uh, are, are, utterly ridiculous don't make snide or sarcastic remarks but just go out and and spend time with him spending time like i said allows the quality times to creep in so there's a lot of different ways that you can actually get your teenager out of the room you can spend that time whether it's in his room or in the uh in the family area you can get him out you can draw him out you don't have to grab a lasso and go out, go over, rope him, and drag him out to the uh, into the living room and, and tie him to a chair to get him to stay. If he's if they're if he's not interested in doing something, he's not going to that kid. Teens by if you look at yourself, as a matter of fact. And remember how you were as a teenager. You wanted to stay in your room. You wanted to hang out in your room. You wanted to be by yourself. If you were an introvert, if you're an extrovert, you didn't want to hang out at the house. You wanted to go hang out with your friends. You wanted to get out and see what they're up to uh, because there's that uh, possibility you might miss something really cool that's going to be talked about at school on uh, on Monday morning. So take those take the times you can and spend quality. Now, it, don't don't force them to do it. If you can find a way to get them to be out with you and make it their choice, that's even better now. And how you do that is just means of you being creative and, uh, and, and, and inventive in, in ways of drawing the, uh, the teenager who does actually want to spend time with his parents. He just doesn't want to be harangued about all the, all his choices. He wants to be able to learn how to live his life. And if you are doing it by mentoring him more than parenting him, that chance actually happens a lot more often than what you would think. So there you go. That's the question of the week. Again, if you are interested in in having a your answer, have an answer given to a question that you have about your son or about uh, your your life or how to how to become a a better person or if you've got a limiting mindset or anything along those lines, please shoot an email over to relaxed ma- or at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com or you can actually go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact and ask a question there. All right. So now to the main topic. And the main topic today is actually going to be about gratitude. We're talking about um a means of being able to change how you view the world. A lot of times people who are being very pessimistic and has a, a very uh, scarcity oriented mindset, one of the best ways that they can change their, their way of a view in the world is by starting out with just being grateful being, and looking at what, uh, what you have available as opposed to what you don't have now how does gratitude actually help you well first like i said it ma- changes your mindset um, if you have a scarcity mindset you can't have a scarcity mindset if you see the abundance that's around you uh, I talk about this in ep- uh, abundance mindset in episode 14 and you can go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash one four and that will actually bring you to take you over to the to the page the and see the show notes and you can listen to the listen to the episode on the site there, or you can go to your favorite podcatcher and just download the back catalog. But when you have gratitude, you're seeing how you're instead of seeing, like I said, instead of seeing how things are not, uh, things you don't have, if you don't have enough money for things, you can actually be grateful for the fact that you have a job and that you're grateful for the ability to actually set aside some money. You can find different things to actually be grateful for, so that you can uh, achieve that particular goal. You start having a set, a sense of abundance. The more you start trying to actually think of great uh, think think of things that are you want to be grateful for. If I can actually speak correctly, um, you also can't be negative when you're grateful. You can try. You can sit there and be grumpy and 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 depressed and all that but if you start looking at all the things that you are grateful for and you start having a grateful heart you're not going to yeah you may have something bad happen but you can actually take that something bad happen and see the see what good actually came from that that disaster you you had happened to you so you can you're not going to be near near as negative you're not going to be a negative Nelly. uh boss is coming down on you. It's like, well, you can look at it in a different way instead of the boss being mad at you. It could be that um, you're grateful for the fact that uh, the boss looks at you as knowing that you have a better quality. Now, gra- as I mentioned, gratitude is also just the root of an abundant mindset. And I'm all, I love the fact that uh, the abundant mindset helps to create more uh, more in your life. And while being grateful for what you do have, you're opening yourself up for the ability to actually see what is actually possible in your in your life. If you're uh, running around in a scarce a scarcity cent- centered mindset, and you're looking coming from a looking at a problem from a lack of not having something, you're going to overlook the the things that are possible. Uh, there was a uh, a, t- a study that was done by some people who were quote unquote whether they felt lucky or not and the way they I forget exactly what uh, journal actually published this uh, study but but the way they had it set up is uh, the researchers set up a time to meet up with a with uh, one of their uh, test subjects they s- said like we're going to meet over at Starbucks at uh, at 9 30. And they had no intention of actually meeting this person. They were purposely going to set him up so that the guy so that the, uh, the researcher didn't show up. What they did is twofold. First off, they set it up so that whenever the person uh, got to got to where they were parking at, they, they had a, a dollar bill of some uh, some sort of denomination. I think it was like a, a 10 or 20 dollar bill sitting on the uh, sitting on the ground. So whenever they pulled up, if they had a scarcity mindset, or if they were feeling very negative or feeling very unlucky, they would either look down, see the dollar, pick it up, or they would just walk over it. And what happened is the folks who were feeling, said that they were unlucky, they had a scarcity mindset. They would, first off they'd park, they'd open the door, they'd get out uh, most of the time. I think that like out of 20 test subjects or something like that, only one or two of the, uh, of the negative uh, unlucky people even saw the, the money on the ground. Most of them got out, stepped over the money and walked in and they would go into the back of the, of the coffee shop and they would just sit there and wait. And then as the, uh, time approached and it passed and as they started to realize that the researcher wasn't going to show up a lot of times they would then start getting really angry and frustrated and then they would storm out and 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 have nothing to show for the uh, for their for their time while people who viewed themselves as lucky it was almost a 180 flip where about... Out of I think, again, there was another 20 people. Uh, Out of those uh, people, the vast majority of them saw the money, picked it up, pocketed it, and was like, yeah, all right, we're starting the day off right. And then a lot of them would actually go in and sit in the middle of the coffee shop. They would sit there, and while they were waiting, they would open up their, their laptops, and they may do some emails or do a little bit of work. Or strike up conversations with um, with the people around them, and as they realized that the the researcher wasn't going to show up, then they turn they would be okay. They still stayed there. They would continue to talk with other people. As a matter of fact, they one of the key points that uh, oh. This came. Uh, I remember hearing where this uh, where this came from. This was th- being talked about by Arthur Brooks in a great podcast, and I recommend you uh, listen to it. The Art of Happiness, uh, excellent podcast. He's just started releasing it during this whole COVID th- stuff, and so brand new. I think he's got like five, maybe six episodes out right now. Great podcast, though. Uh, about mindset and how to make your and how to view life in a, in the means of being happy and from a very scientific uh, aspect, he is a uh, he's a professor of happiness <laughs> or happiness studies over in I think Stanford or Harvard or one of those upper uh, upper crust colleges. But anyhow, so one of the interesting things that happened was uh, one of the uh, one of the participants in this study actually ended up landing a multi-million dollar deal just because he was there and he had a an abundant mindset he was had no problem with the fact that there uh, the researcher didn't show there was other things going on he was able to do more with himself and was able to win keep winning because he a viewed himself as being lucky and that he had plenty of luck so he had an abundant mindset. Because you have an abundant mindset, and because you, uh, and when you are grateful, you are, like I said, always looking for opportunities. When you're looking for opportunities, you are typically in a happier mood. You're a lot more positive, a lot more upbeat. This actually draws people to you and makes you uh, appear to be a lot happier of a person. And so you're actually going to be more pleasant to be around. And so you're easier to get along with, and you're all around a happier person. So when you're grateful, you can, you're can you going to be happy. And so one of the best things to that everybody strives for is they just want to be happy. You ask somebody, they're going to say, well, what do you want out of life? Well, I want to be happy. Well, you're going to have a better chance of being happy if you see that you have an abundance of happiness in your life. You have an abundance of, you're grateful for the things that you have. And with, uh, with having a sense of gratitude, you're not going to compare yourself to other people nearly as much. And even if you do, it's not going to affect you the same way. If you're looking at somebody who is successful, it's like, all right, well, that's a good chance. I now can see that I have a chance of being able to achieve my goals because this guy, he's achieved my goals. He's at that level that I want to be at. And so you can actually look at the fact that, yeah, you are you can see his success and understand that he's at the place where you want to be. And so you're going to be able to make a – you're not going to be beating yourself up so much. You're going to be encouraging yourself going, it's possible. Let's get it. Let's do this. Let's – Let's take those hard steps. Take that massive action that we need to do to be able to get ourselves to the, to the place that we want to be. So, how do we get? Say you're you're decided. You know what? I'm kind of a kind of a negative person. I I really need and want to change my my attitude. I want to start having more things go right in my life. One of the best tools to start developing a sense of gratitude is to. Grab a uh, notebook. Uh, it could be a journal or whatever, but, and just make it a gratitude journal. And so every day, whether it's in your morning routine or your evening review, sit down and actually just start, make it a point to write down three to five things that you're grateful for and really challenge yourself. Don't do the same thing. I'm grateful for my wife, for, uh, Still loving me, um, and the next day I'm grateful for my wife because uh, she still loves me. Um, you know, don't write the same thing over and over. Challenge yourself and say you can't use the same grateful uh, same item of being grateful more than once a month if you really want to push it. So you might be able to use you can use your wife from multiple instances. Uh, I'm grateful that my wife is as creative as she is. I am grateful for my wife for being as an awesome cook as she is see those are two different things. you're still using the same person but you got two separate things. I'm grateful for my wife because she handles the bank account incredibly well. I am you know you might then also add you know, I'm grateful for the kids because they uh, teach me a new way of seeing the world. I am grateful for the job you know you come up with five things and every uh, every day write down five things that you are grateful for another way that you can actually help build gratitude in your life and this actually spreads gratitude throughout your community so if you're working on uh, your your community aspects of the relaxed smell you can do this by grabbing buying a bunch of thank you cards and if you come to a go to a restaurant now that they're starting to open up if you go to a restaurant and you have a waiter or waitress who is doing an exceptional, incredible job. Why not take the time to just write out a a thank you note? Just uh, thank you for the incredible service. You made me feel very, um, are you, because of your service, I was able to feel very much at ease, you know, things along those lines. I'm trying to say, uh, when what I did, I corrected myself a little bit on, on something that I, because if you've ever heard me say, we don't have the ability to make anybody feel something that uh, feel something else. It is the the waitress cannot make me feel comfortable, though she's doing everything she can to try to to have me comfortable. But it's something that I have to choose to be. I have to be able to to relax and be comfortable and enjoy feel enjoyment for the whole experience. So to be able to, to, so what I was doing is I was correcting myself because I said to make me feel comfortable. Well, she can't make me feel comfortable. So that's, uh, that was an impossibility. So that's why, why I was changing that. If just mental, uh, mental background thought that I wanted to throw into that. But anyhow, you can tell them, thank you so much for the great, uh, great experience, uh, The food was great. and all you know, just give them a a quick, quick thank you. You don't have to write a a three page letter. Just I wanted to thank you for the service. I enjoyed it tremendously. Blah, 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 blah. And sign it and give it to them. Or you can wait to the next day. If Say you didn't have any thank you notes. You can go and sit down that night and write down thank you notes. And during lunch, run by there. See your waitress hand that to you and say, Hey, I was, uh, you, you waited on me yesterday and, and I wanted to give this to you. That causes you to have to be in a, be in a grateful mindset to be able to, to do that. And because you're telling somebody how grateful you are for the actions that they did, that helps you it helps also helps them to have a better day because all of a sudden they're they're being thanked. They're they're experiencing the gratitude of their actions, and so they see that there is actually benefit to what they are doing. Now, another way, say you find yourself uh, complaining about something, you're in in a in a negative mindset at the at the time, being something is going wrong. Say you just, uh, you got a flat tire. You woke up late and got a flat tire. My daughter this morning had the same, had that problem and she was not happy. But, um, you can ask yourself when an event happens like that, ask yourself a very important question, question, asking yourself questions are, um, are incredibly powerful and help to develop a way to, to think through, Different problems, and I'll be talking about uh, powerful questions to ask yourself on on the next episode. I've already started working on the show notes, so this will be because uh, I've got a lot to going on next week. So I've got to I got to get ahead of the curve. So, but ask yourself this one question: What does this make possible? You're know, like, well, I've got a flat tire. What does this make possible? It makes it possible for me to get to be late for work. It makes it possible for me to 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 get fire it makes it possible for you know you can look at that but you can also ask yourself what does this make possible and you can actually even extract what good comes about from this uh from that event now it may be a little challenging at times but the more you work at it the more you ask yourself what does this make possible it is well one it make and then uh it enforces my knowledge that hey I can get a uh I can make I can get a tire changed fairly regularly. I know now know that I know where the uh where the 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 lug nut key is, I know where the jacks is, I know where the made sure that the jack allows me the ability to understand that the jack is still working properly as it's supposed to. There's a lot of good that comes out of a, a, out of a crappy situation. So you can look at life in so many different ways and you can actually make that life even better and even more, uh, more possible, more abundant by actually changing how you look at the world and changing your mindset so that you actually have an attitude of gratitude as Zig Ziglar like to talk about. So you might, I would do try that this week and just make it make an effort of doing just a five day gratitude journal. And you don't even have to get as elaborate as I was explaining. You just one thing that you are grateful for, for that day, something different for each day. And as you go through, why don't you, uh, at the end of this, uh, this week, right before on next Wednesday, why don't you share some of those gratitude moments that you have or notice any big changes in your life? Go ahead and give it a comment down here in the, uh, in the comment section of the show notes and you can find the show notes here at relaxedmail.com forward slash two seven and, uh, down at the bottom, just let me know what was the, uh, how did your, uh, how was your adi- overall attitude with starting to try using uh, s- some of the tools to get a more grateful mindset all right so that'll be your assignment for this week so and we'll see how see how you do see how do you improve as you are being more mindful being more positive and being more grateful for all that you have around you all right? So guys, want to thank you very much for uh, for listening. So right before takeoff wanted to go ahead and say still got uh, spaces available for the uh, conclave of men if that's a men's group that I have that allows uh, where we all get together and we are working with each other to make each other stronger, better and uh, and more successful. So if you're running into a problem, say you're trying to do something, trying to make yourself better, but you just, you you can't find an accountability partner. You don't, you don't seem to be able to uh, find anybody that really understands where you're at, feeling like you're alone uh, on your journey. Then come join the the conclave of men. We will help you to, and encourage you and allow you to, to find that path so that you're able to become the, the the man that you are wanting to be so that you can lead your sons uh, on the path of life so that they are strong and, and confident. All right. So that's, uh, that's my spiel for the day. <laughs> and I uh, appreciate you for listening. And if you are first-time listener to the show, you can subscribe by going to relaxmail.com. Forward slash subscribe. If you're listening through, uh, say Apple Podcast, then go ahead and you can subscribe through there. But I've also got uh, uh, links for Overcast and Castro and a bunch of the uh, uh, Spotify and a bunch of the other different um, podcaster, podcatchers out there. If you are a uh, Apple Podcast listener, please, uh, if you go to the podcast app, please rate and review the show. It helps other people to be able to see that people are getting something from this. It's not just a bunch of uh, a whole bunch of garbledy goop that's not being very beneficial. If you'll leave a, a rating and a review, that will help out. If you are not on Apple Podcasts, you can also go to podchaser.com forward slash mail. And leave a rating and review there. So we've got everybody covered so that you we can get reviews. We can get to, we can grow the community, get more people to listen so that we can have a the community of men helping each other to become the 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 best that we possibly can be. All right. So there we go. That's all I've got for this week. Y'all have a great one. Be grateful for what's what's available and uh, share what you're grateful for in the, in the show notes. That's, uh, again, relaxmail.com forward slash 27. So I am just now just filling space. I will let you go. And I appreciate everything. We'll talk to you later. Until next week. Bye.